0: Hello friends, this is Pastor Pierce Eaton, and you're listening to First and Foremost, a podcast where we give you teaching and tools to make Jesus Christ first and foremost in your life. Hey, thanks for listening to the first episode of Extras. This is the episode where I just unpack some of the extra stuff that I wanted to say in my sermon this past Sunday but maybe didn't get an opportunity to fully unpack or add in my sermon. And this past week, we jumped into a new sermon series called Rhythms and Disciplines, Establishing Patterns for Transformation. Uh, now, the series on rhythms and disciplines, it's going to be over the next 10 weeks where we unpack various uh, spiritual rhythms and disciplines to help us grow into the image of Christ. Um, in the sermon, if you haven't listened to it yet, I say go back and listen to it. Um, in the sermon, I I really just unpack the the big idea behind uh, spiritual rhythms and disciplines. You know, I talk about how uh, spiritual rhythms and disciplines are in place for our sanctification, um, justification, and sanctification are two different things. We're justified by faith in Christ um, in what He's done for us on the cross. Um, but we are sanctified by the Holy Spirit's work in us. He transforms us from the inside out. And as I mentioned in my sermon on Sunday, there are three primary means for God to do that in us. Uh, one, God does that through other people. So God works through other people. His Holy Spirit works in us, but he uses other people as iron sharpens, iron one man sharpens. Another is what Proverbs 27, 17 says. Um, a, a second area is, that God uses is our circumstances. So by the Holy Spirit's power and work in us, God can um, turn the various circumstances and, and kind of places we walk through in life to work in us, to transform us from the inside out. And uh, and then the, the third area is through various rhythms and disciplines prescribed in scripture. And on Sunday, I used the passage 1 Timothy 4, 7, where Paul tells Timothy um, to train himself. He says, train yourself for godliness. And, um, and so this idea of, of rhythms, of disciplines, of things that you do uh, to train yourself for godliness. Now, the, the thing about spiritual rhythms and disciplines that we have to know and understand is that we are not the ones who make ourselves holy. We are not the ones who make ourselves grow in godliness. That is the Holy Spirit's work in us. Um, the goal is godliness. The goal is to grow into the image of Christ. Christ is the the perfect man, and we, we are seeking to follow him with our life and to every day grow more and more into uh, his reflection. And one of the ways that God uses uh, to shape us is through various rhythms we establish in life and spiritual disciplines. As I mentioned previously, spiritual disciplines are the personal and corporate practices that promote spiritual growth. They're the, the intentional int- habits and, and things that Christians um, do the kind of things that they form in their life that lead them into deeper enjoyment of God and obedience to his commands and to be transformed into what God desires for them to be. And so implementing these disciplines within your life, um, implementing them in a rhythm in your life, um, helps you grow in godliness, not because you yourself are, are causing yourself to grow in godliness, but because God is faithful to use those disciplines to transform you. And so uh, I didn't have like a detailed explanation of this on Sunday. And uh, looking back, maybe I should have is use an example of this idea with just, for instance, Bible reading. So there are many people who can read the Bible and they can read the Bible and read the whole thing from cover to cover and walk away unchanged. There are many atheists over the years who have read the Bible and they finish reading and nothing changes in them. Why? Well, because they don't have the Holy Spirit of God living in them to transform them from the inside out. And so it's it's not just the mere reading of Scripture that makes one godly, but it's the Holy Spirit's work. But what's amazing is that when a believer, when a follower of Christ, who has the Holy Spirit living and dwelling in them, when they sit down and, and read God's Word, open it up and read God's Word to seek to know God through His Word, then the Holy Spirit uses that, that time to speak to the believer, to transform the believer's mind, to transform their thoughts, their affections, and to make them more and more into the image of Christ. The act of reading the Bible is not the thing that makes the person holy. It's the Holy Spirit's work that transforms them. And makes them holy but the holy spirit is faithful to use the discipline and the rhythm of bible reading i hope that clarifies this idea of rhythms and disciplines and and helps us under understand that it's not us we don't, we don't make ourselves holy by doing these things but we uh, it's god who who works in and through us and he just uses the the disciplines as a conduit for His Holy Spirit's work. Now, on Sunday, I mentioned a few different spiritual disciplines, and I didn't go into great detail. Um, There are a lot of spiritual disciplines mentioned in Scripture. In fact, I have a book that mentions, on Sunday, I mentioned 63, that I have a book that mentions 63, but I found a book on my shelf that mentions 76 spiritual disciplines listed in Scripture in some way, form, or fashion. Now, you may claim that those aren't all spiritual disciplines. In fact, I think if I were to comb through and look at every one of them, I might say that they're not all prescribed by Scripture. But there are certain spiritual disciplines that are brought up over and over and over in Scripture that are very important and vital for the believer to grow um, in godliness. So the, the most important one and the one that we'll unpack over the next couple weeks on Sundays is reading the bible the bible is god's holy word it is his communication to his people the church and um and so this is uh, so important for us to know and read and cherish god's word but also uh, other practices that that we'll be unpacking over this sermon series and so bible reading and forms of bible reading but then we also have prayer worship we also have serving as a spiritual discipline. Stewardship is a spiritual discipline. We have the spiritual disciplines of slowing or, or simplicity. Now that one's gonna be an important one. I'm, I'm looking forward to preaching on that because we live in a society that's so busy and so hectic that slowing and simplicity are very important and vital things for us to implement rhythms for us in our lives. Um, Other disciplines are silence and solitude, and and another one is evangelism. And so we're actually, over the next 10 weeks on Sundays, I'm going to preach on all of these to varying degrees, and my goal each time is to unpack the discipline itself, help you see what it is, why it's important and vital for your life, and then help you see healthy ways, rhythms to establish that discipline in your life. The whole idea of this series is to be hyper-practical, to give you just really practical ways that you could begin growing in your relationship with God, that uh, rather than seeing your Sunday morning time as the only time that you're fed, I put this in air quotes, you can't see me, but if, that you're fed by God. Instead, you begin establishing a, a deep and wide and rich relationship with God because you're seeking Him um, every day through the healthy rhythms that you've established and the disciplines you practice. Now, um, one of the things I want to briefly bring up today that I didn't get a chance to on Sunday is, uh, so there's this idea of the chief end of man, it was brought up in the uh, the Westminster uh, Catechism, uh, the shorter Catechism, and uh, which was a document made by theologians in the 1600s. And in it, they they sought to clarify what the chief end of man is. And when I say end, I don't mean like. Uh, End is like the chief uh, reason for which you were made, the, the chief goal of your life. And after combing through scripture, these theologians came up with this statement and I tend to agree with it. And that is that the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. That is the, the end to which you were created. You are created your existence and God's bringing you in your life into being you he did this for his glory the reason why you exist is for the glory of God but God is so good and he is so good he 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 deserves to be enjoyed and so he he created you to glorify him and enjoy him forever. Now, that was the the Westminster uh, Shorter Confession. But um over the last few years a uh, theologian has grown in popularity. I say over the last few years, over the last 40 years or so. And his name is John Piper. Um and John Piper, whether you agree with him on all kinds of different things, he's a very bright man and he wrote a book called Desiring God in 1986 that grew in prominence and is still to this day a very popular Christian book. And in it, he he set forward this idea that was a, kind of an add-on to the, the statement from the, the Westminster Confession uh, or Catechism that um, the, he says, the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And then he added... And God is most glorified in you when you are most satisfied in Him. Now, that's an important statement. God is most glorified in you, in your life, when your satisfaction, when your enjoyment of Him is complete. So much so that you're willing to deny yourself, to pick up your cross and follow Jesus, that He's your everything, that, that He is your satisfaction, that all other things Fall to the side because he is the one that you seek. God is most glorified in your life when you have a mindset and a life and a heart and a direction pointing towards him, towards God, as your supreme satisfaction in this life. Now, um, that is maybe something we can say very easily, but it's a whole nother thing to live a life where God truly is our supreme satisfaction. And this is why I go I bring this up cuz this takes us back to the rhythms and disciplines we practice. See the thing is when we become a believer and follower of Christ, God puts his spirit within us and and God takes our heart of stone Ezekiel says and gives us a heart of flesh and we are made a, a new creation. And yet Although we are justified, we're made new, we're born again, there's this kind of already but not yet situation that we're in that we are made a new creation, and yet we still struggle lots of times with the things that that we struggled with before, whether it be sins or or just burdens of this world, or maybe it's past hurt, or maybe it's things that we we just have a difficult time forgiving or, or moving beyond or, or maybe it's emotional damage. There's all kinds of things that we still carry with us into this new born again life. And, um, and lots of times we we don't have our full and complete satisfaction set in Christ because we're carrying with us the weight of the person we were, the bon- the bondage and baggage of the person we were before we were made a new creation in Christ. And so, what do we do? If, if God is most glorified in us, when well, we are most satisfied in Him, and we desire to live a life, where we are completely and, and fully satisfied in Christ, but we so often find ourselves falling short of that, how do we grow in satisfaction in God alone? Well, the answer to that is by seeking Him as our satisfaction. And the way we seek God as our satisfaction, at least choose to seek God in our satisfaction, to be our satisfaction, is through the various rhythms and disciplines prescribed in scripture. That God uses them to transform our mind, to transform our affections, to transform our heart, so that He is everything that we desire this sermon series and over the next 10 weeks, the series of this podcast where I'm going to be addressing the extras is going to be oriented towards this end, that the chief end of your life, the reason why you were made, was, made was to glorify God and to have your satisfaction completely and fully in him. My hope is that in this series, as we unpack the various disciplines, you uh, you don't res- my my hope is that you don't respond with with a pushback at the different uh, prescription that that Scripture gives of saying this is how you grow in holiness and godliness. Rather than than pushing back on that, I, my prayer is that you lean in, that you embrace the fact that God, uh, the God of the universe, desires to work in you, to transform you, to shape you into the image of his son. And the way that he, one of the ways that he does that is through the rhythms and disciplines. And so this is why it is so vital. It's so vital. And it's why I'm so excited for this series. And so um, keep your eyes peeled for the new episode every week of this podcast. Uh, Like I said in the previous, uh, the introductory podcast, we're going to do The sermon is going to be posted every Monday from that previous Sunday, so they'll have the sermon posted on Mondays. This extras episode will post on Tuesdays, and then on Thursdays we'll do the question uh, where I'll answer questions that you guys uh, write in for the podcast. Now, I want you guys, we don't have any questions at the moment, so please go to our website, fbctc.com, And write in a question that you have. It's just right there on our homepage of our website. If you scroll down, you'll see an opportunity to click on our podcast page and you can ask your question there. Every week, my goal is to choose one question or maybe two to answer on the podcast. I want to give a good, in depth answer to the questions you have as best as I can in 10 minutes or so. And so um, please, Go on there if you have any question. Maybe it's about a passage of Scripture. Maybe it's something that's always plagued you and you don't know the interpretation, or or maybe it's a, a theological question, or maybe it's a practical life application of Christianity. Um, so whatever it may be, please ask that question on our website, and then I will get to it on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you haven't, uh, follow or, or subscribe to this podcast, and please rate it. If If you give a rating or a review of this podcast, it makes it more visible for other people who are searching for the podcast. Thank you so much. God bless.